would just like to say shout out to Kessler Edwards. His defense was just amazing. I love how he was uh, navigating through screens. Yeah, what's his aunt had like 30 some points, most of them from the free throw line, but I feel like Kessler really made it hard for him in that second half. I just love how Domas is fearless. Um, he's taken the ball to AD. He has taken it to Chet. He's definitely taken it to Gobert without fear. And, and to me, uh, he looked like the best center on the floor. Um, also, Davion, the consummate professional, hasn't really played much for him to come in and, you know, uh, force some turnovers and just, like, you know, hit some shots. Like, he went on a mini-o 5-0 run, so I just like seeing that from uh, Davion as well. Welcome to the Beam Unit. It's Daily, joined by my co-pilot, Naima. What's happening? What's up, y'all? Glorious win in Minnesota. The Sacramento Kings took down the Wolves. First quarter, Kings start the game blazing. Herder, Domas, HB all hit threes. Nothing like Purple Rain in Minnesota, by way of Sackdown, of course. Kevin Herter, a.k.a. The Wall, forces a Gobert miss. Four minutes to go, Davion Monk and Kessler come in. Monk hits two threes. Kessler Edwards hits a three. Domas keeps going at Nas Reed and thrives. Second quarter, Monk and Trey Lyles continue the three-point shooting. Kevin Herter, a.k.a. The Wall, blocks Shake Milton. Wolves go on an 11-0 run. Fox, it's a timely three. Fox, it's another three, but gets a tech. Kessler hits a three, and then Malik Monk blocks Gobert. Then, in the same sequence, hits a fadeaway. Honestly, not much went wrong in that first quarter. I feel like we were just hitting on all cylinders. The ball movement was beautiful. There's this one ball movement where it went all around the world, and it went back to the corner for a Kevin three. It was just beautiful to watch. Um, the second quarter, I mean, you know, basketball is a game, uh, game of runs and Timberwolves. I knew they weren't going to um, continue shooting that bad like they did in the first quarter. So they came back a little help with the refs, with the free throws. But honestly, not much to critique from the Kings in the first half. We played pretty, pretty solid basketball. Yeah, I'm proud of the Kings for playing really good defense in the second half. We knew that their mm-hmm. shooting wasn't going to last for the whole game. Uh, Herder went yep. cold in the second half. An interesting note, I, I like how... Um, Coach Brown went defense in the fourth, and he put Kessler in instead of Herter. Um, Anywho, third quarter, the Wolves claw back to get within two. Coach Brown wins a challenge on a bogus blocking call. Refs were trashed tonight. Davion hits a three. Davion shakes Nas Reed and hits a midi. Beautiful. Davion forces an ant turnover, so big ups to Davion Mitchell. Fox gets a fancy and one at the end. Kings are, are up by 13 in the fourth. Fourth uh, begins with a Fox to JaVale alley-oop. T-Wolves have a four-minute run of just sloppy play with turnovers and missed shots. Wolves get it within nine. Then fourth quarter, Fox takes over with scoring and assists. He gets a double-double with 34 in 12, I believe. Ball game. Kings win. I would just like to say shout-out to Kessler Edwards. He does not get that many minutes to play if at all, games to play. So I just really love to see him uh, being able to be out there with the rotations Mike Brown put out. Also, his defense was just amazing. I love how he was 
uh, navigating through screens. Yeah, what's his? I had like thirty something po- points, most of them from the free throw line. But I feel like Kessler really made it hard for him in that second half. And Timberwolves never really got on a run. Like we we stopped every run they went on, even and like we scored as well instead of being so stagnant. Um, so I'm just very proud of how the Kings came out. I feel like we were just talking about it on the last. Um, recording we had where it was just like oh man we struggle against teams that are long and athletic but honestly we came out with like a ready mindset better than the Wolves and we ended up winning this game so it was just really nice to see like you know Fox did his thing you always love to see him you know get a third what is this like his sixth or seventh 30 point game of the season like the man is just due for one it seems like every night and I just love to see that. Of course, Domas got another double double, but just love to see um, what we did, what the Kings did that complete like this entire game. We just kept it professional, kept it focused, and going four two on the road is just beautiful to see. Like I would t- take that any day um, of the week. So I'm um, just excited to have the team back in Sacramento and like see what we can do on Tuesday against the Warriors. Well, that was a key point. They kept it professional despite the lousy mm-hmm. whistles that they kept getting. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned Kessler. And I, I want to shout out Duarte uh, for their defensive job on Ant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ant, you know, he did score a lot of points. He scored 35, but they were really inefficient. He was only 38% yeah, from exactly. the field. Uh, he was also 22% from three. So he went two for nine. So honestly, Kessler is probably going to get the DPOG. Uh, somebody feel free to uh, post that on the thread if you can. But yeah, excellent work from the Kings. And then also I did like um, Harrison Barnes uh, paired with Cat on defense. Mm-hmm. And, he, you know, he did what he could. And then, you know, it was all fluff as far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. as far as Cat scoring. Also, Gobert, like, we kept him neutralized completely. I feel like he didn't do anything this game like Domas had such a good game on him as well and sometimes Domas struggles against big uh, centers like him but to be honest like I think one of the reasons why they didn't do that well is like getting the offensive rebounds they usually get and just keeping Gobert off the glass like that I think we actually out rebounded them and I think that's like extremely important against the Wolves because of their size and everything so it was just good to see like I feel like rebound is half the time is more about effort than it is about like height. You like have to just, you know, anticipate rebounds and just fight for them. So it was good. I just love how Domas is fearless. Um, He's Mm -hmm. taken the ball to AD. He has taken it to Chet. He's definitely taken it to Gobert without fear. And and to me, Mm -hmm. he looked like the best center on the floor. Um, Absolutely. And I do want to shout out Ant though. Um, what a joy to watch Fox and, and Anthony Edwards play. Um, amazing guards. And, and we're just witnessing a really great era yeah. of basketball right now. So, anywho, light the beam. We're going to open up the mics. Uh, feel free to request. We're celebrating tonight. Sack King, what's happening? Did you call me? Sorry. It's yes, sir. Uh, I just want to say uh, 11 free throws to 29. It's three three Tim Donahues were out there tonight. I don't know if you guys saw that. Uh, and Twitter's Twitter fans from Minnesota, Minnesota Timberwolves are complaining about the late calls. Like, get a fucking grip. Uh, I want to shout out Kessler Edwards. Huge minute off the bench. I know he's a minus seven, but plus minus is kind of dumb. 
uh, huge minutes defensively on Edwards or on Anthony Edwards, and he was knocking down the shots. Uh, JaVale McGee, really good uh, rebounding coming in. I thought that was good. Um, and uh, overall, just a really good game considering we went against the refs. And we went 4-2 and two on a road trip. And I saw a Twitter post that said we've played 10 games on the road and only five at home to start the season. And we're 9-6 and six right now. So we get some home games with our crowd. And like we've been playing at home, I'm really looking forward to these upcoming games. And now we're in the driver's seat for the uh, in-season tournament, 3-0. So good shit overall. David, if you want to go. Sure. Um, yeah, like I think this was probably – the best like win so far this season um, went in on a very good Minnesota team and beat them on their house. So that was good to see. Um, it was great to see the guys not let the rebounding or not, sorry, not let the free throw disparity get to them too much um, and still managed to pull this off. So that was great. Great to end the road trip on a win. Obviously the guys get now a few days off to recover. Hopefully, Keegan Murray can heal up and be available when we play um, the Warriors on Tuesday. Um, but yeah, no, great overall game from pretty much everybody. You know, Fox looked amazing. So Domas did his usual stuff. And like, you know, Monk and Lyles and, and like Harrison Barnes has been looking a lot better recently. Well, Harrison Barnes doesn't look bad recently. It just he's now, because he's gone back to being like the third option, he's just looking better offensively. Um, but yeah, no great win overall great performance against a really good team um like the top team in in the conference in their home court when you go in their home court and win that is a, always a great win so now we get to go home after win, a, a really successful road trip get a few days off and hopefully get some payback on the warriors 100 and i want to go back to what set king was saying um about the free throw attempt disparity the fact that we had 18 less free throw attempts and we still won the game uh, says a lot. So thank you, Seth King. And then David, you mentioned winning this on the road. I mean, the Timberwolves were seven and zero at home. They were undefeated and we gave them their first loss, which I think is tremendous. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. I mean, I just agree with what I agree with everything that everyone is saying. I just looked at the box score and it looks like we did out rebound uh, Minnesota 46, 44. So I just love to see that. We also shot the ball really well, almost 50% from three. I mean, we practically didn't miss anything in that first quarter and ended up uh, shooting almost 50% to end the game. So I just I just love seeing that. It's good to have, again, Trey back and everything. Uh, also, Davion, the consummate professional, hasn't really played much the past few games or anything, got hit with some DMPs. But for him to come in and, you know, uh, force some turnovers and just, like, you know, hit some shots, like he went on a – mini o five o run so i just like seeing that from uh, davion as well hopefully our players who are injured will come back uh soon i hope keegan is doing better i'm not sure how um if it was like a back injury back soreness something like that but uh as well as keon and alex but uh just just a great overall overall win by the kings and honestly can't wait for them to be back in sack hopefully i'll get to go to one of the games i know they have a lot of games in december at golden one so yeah and then hopefully i mean it's not likely because the warriors are at home tonight but you know we'll be paying attention to that game um since mm -hmm. they are second place in the in-season tournament in our block so we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. We haven't lost the in-season tournament game, huh? No, I, I really wish the in-season yeah. tournament was like all season long. So we just uh, go undefeated. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Uh, it's ridiculous. 
And granted, it is the Spurs, so it's not likely yeah. that uh, Golden State Warriors will lose tonight. But, you know, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, I and doubt it. I love that um, when we play them next week, it's it's going to be a high-stakes game. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I'm glad that we took care of business, like, as for us in the in-season tournament. Like, not depending on – hopefully this team this um, team loses so we can go up. So I'm just glad that we just take care of business and we don't have to worry – uh, about anything else and we control our own destiny in this tournament thing it should be interesting yeah 100% but yeah the n- next few games should be interesting we play the Warriors and then who else do we play mm, we play the Clippers so West Coast California then the Nets Clippers okay should be should be interesting and then we play the Nuggets okay yeah should be a big game on Tuesday I know it's always high, like you say, high stakes against the Warriors, and I really hope we can win. I'm sick, and tired of losing to them. Exactly. <laughs> Feels like it's been uh, forever. And then, uh, you know, I don't wish injury on anybody, but right now Jamal Murray's mm-hmm. out for the Nuggets, so they're oh, kind of struggling right now. Um, I don't know if they mm-hmm. lost to the Rockets today, but uh, I know they were behind by like 15. So mm. yeah, there's the the hot team yeah, of the um, season right now is Orlando. Like they beat the Celtics today which is surprising because the celtics have been rolling um it seems like they have supposedly the best starting five that the trade the trades they made actually made them i think even better than last season so we'll see yeah i don't know i I feel like getting to into the christoph porzingis business is kind of like getting into the bradley beal business i just think you know gotta wait for 55 to 60 games a season maybe even less Mm -hmm. Because they're injury prone, so I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I didn't sweat that trade, but I did sweat the fact that they got Drew Holiday, which I think will, mm-hmm. will totally neutralize Dame if they ever meet in a playoff series. So we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, I agree. But it was de- it definitely is a big boost for the Celtics backcourt. Kind of sucks how he got traded after like he was talking about, oh, I'm going to retire in Milwaukee, and Milwaukee's like, haha, you thought, and then they just traded them the very next day. Yeah, it's it's cruel business. Yeah, it is. It is a business, though. Lord knows what they did for Thanksgiving. Maybe that was a galvanizing moment for them to just a nice meal together and break bread and bond because, my goodness, uh, this team looked totally different. It looked like the beam team we all know and love, unlike uh, the first game in in New Orleans. So, yeah, it was really interesting. Uh, I love seeing this style of play. And yeah, honestly, we, we've all said this before in, in many episodes before this. When the Kings play like this, uh, they're pretty uh, much unbeatable. And, and yeah, that's a no-brainer, right? If you shoot 50% from three, you're probably going to win. But even on the <clears> defensive <throat> end, I thought that um, everybody held it down. So what a great win. And then we got four days off, and hopefully that's enough to get some well rest and beat the Warriors. That's all I really want right now is the Warriors to lose, so... Yeah, I, hopefully they, they use this time wisely, and I'm sure they will in, in shore up any holes that they have and in, in any mistakes yeah. that they've, they've learned um, over this road trip. And yeah, and, and hopefully we get Keon back and Keegan back. Uh, I'm going to bring up a topic from the last episode. We talked about who the end boss is, the final bosses for the Sacramento Kings. And, and we decided it's the Warriors, but is it anybody else? Do you guys have any ideas on who our true end boss is? Granted, of course, if we were to win the chip and we're just being delusional homers here, 
if we were to win the chip, we'd have to go through an East Coast team. Who do you think that would be? Um, granted, we always lose to the Bucks. We always lose to the Sixers. So they're definitely considerations for our ultimate end boss. Who is it in the Western Conference? Is it the Dubs? Anybody else? Well, I'll say for the West, like we haven't beat the Pelicans, Thunder, or the Warriors. Two of those are surprising. Oh, and yeah, the two against the Rockets, yeah. Yeah, I mean, those are going to be important games for me to see if we could get our wins back from either of those teams. Um, and especially the Rockets, since uh, there's a possibility that they're going to be at full strength. They weren't at full strength when they destroyed the Kings <laughs> two games in a row. Yeah. So, man, uh, the next time we play them, they'll probably have Amin Thompson back and Tari Eason. Uh, Tari Eason's playing right now, but it's like, my goodness, they're just young and, and, and very yeah. well coached, and, and I think they're scary as hell. FJ, what's up? Honestly, to, to an extent, I know it's not an excuse, but to our fault, we weren't healthy. Like, we weren't at full strength either because we were missing Hawks and Trey. So, like, I would love to see how they would match up against the Rockets now that we have both of those two key players back in full strength. And honestly, to answer, to answer your question about who would, like, our final boss would be, I can't make a other argument except for, like, you know, the Dubs because of the given history and stuff, man. The fact that we seem to always come up short against them. Like, it would only make sense that the Dubs would be our final boss in the Western Congress, but if I didn't have to pick them, they would probably be either the Rockets or the Pels, considering they got absolutely brutal. Well, the two games against Houston, we absolutely got dog walks, but the two games against the Pelicans, it was only, like, one dog walk, and the other, we were, like, you know, battling back, and we just, it came to, like, a close game, so, like, uh, I would probably have to go with the Warriors on that. Yeah, and I can't wait to play the Pels again full strength with uh, Keegan and Keon. Uh, I think they make such a big difference. Someone was trying to argue in, on Reddit saying that, oh, well, the Pels didn't have CJ and, and Trey Murphy. And it's like, if you equate those two players to Keegan and Keon, who are arguably our two best defensive players, um, then you're out of your mind. So I think they make a huge difference. So I can't wait to get them back. So we can see what the squad is full strength. And we know they're good, but how good they, can they be? You know me. I'm impatient. I, I want to see who our playoff performers are at the end of the season. Yes, definitely. I think most of us here are with you on that. As this team is already looking ready to go back into the playoffs. So we can see who, who's going to you know step up in the playoffs, who's going to regress in the playoffs. Like, Did we lose three in a row or was it just two in a row to the Pills? Two in a row. It was just two in a row, and then we bounced back with another win. So that's how it was last season. We never lost three in a row until the playoffs. And, of course, you know, that four-game losing streak to start off with. So to me, that is a mark of a good team, but are we a great team? Um, We'll see if we can get another lengthy win streak going on. Those are just little benchmarks that I go by. I think elite teams usually run off eight or nine in a row sometimes, and sometimes get into double digits. Let's see if this team can do that. I always felt last year they, they were kind of feeling themselves after they won a few games and then they would lose. Uh, so hopefully they shore that up this season. But yeah, I, I'm excited. And, um, you know, if I'm going to spend my Friday night watching a basketball team, it's going to be this one, one that's winning and is exciting and is making their shots. This was a perfect, perfect game, in my of opinion. Of course. Of course. And these next three games are going to be very interesting because we got the Warriors. 
the Clippers and the Nuggets. So these are gonna, these next three games are going to be really interesting. Yeah, uh, I love uh, so-called quote-unquote uh, litmus test games, and you know we'll see where we're at for sure. Torino, what's happening, man? Good to see you. Yeah, it's good to see everyone as well. Happy Thanksgiving um, to everyone. Hope everyone had a, a great holiday. Um, yeah, uh, really complete dub. Um, that's the team that we know and love. Um, you know, I know uh, it's crazy that all six of our losses came at a combined came to a combined three teams, uh, which is weird. But you know, those teams definitely. Uh, Red scouting report on us, uh, you know, many variables. But, um, you know, otherwise, you know, we've been taking care of business. We've beaten some really competitive teams, um, you know, and, uh, yeah, it's just uh, I'm glad that they found their – they got their bearings and, you know, played their style, you know, played the way that they know how to play. You know, I know a lot of people um, were really worried going into this game. And like I said, rightfully so, because Minnesota right now, they are one of the better teams in the West and in the NBA. You know, they have a superstar, you know, and two all-stars um, that give us – that's giving us problems. And, um, you know, and, and on top of that, you know, they're just they're, – they're off to a great start. So, you know, I guess – you know, I know the game wasn't in our favor necessarily, but, um, you know, this team has done too much for us to ever really doubt them. Like, I know that they have – stinkers and there's games where they just look flat and you know maybe uninspired or you know whatever you want to call it but you know i mean from last year and even so far this year with some of the you know with a lot of the wins that we've gotten they've been very convincing and they've been very you know dominant so um really we should we you know and i get it you know um losing doesn't feel good for anybody you know, especially in the fashion that we have lost a couple games but um They've done more than enough to earn our trust in them going into games, regardless of who we're playing. The league is definitely wide open, you know, and we're just as favorable in any game as anyone else. I think with Len out, just having another big um, is is so crucial. And, and I don't know, I felt really comfortable uh, watching JaVale and Trey Lyles on the floor together. Uh, I just love the fact that, you know, we have a little more length now. And, you know, they did well. And I, and I, you know, I say it time and time again, JaVale is so key for us uh, just being a deterrent, a lengthy shot blocking deterrent. He doesn't have to block shots to be effective, right? As long as he yeah, makes people verticalities and, and, and just going straight up, you know, being a disruptor, like you said, being a, a rim protector doesn't always mean just a straight shot blocker. Like it's just about being a deterrent at the rim, you know? Yeah, and oh, apparently yeah. Torino, um, Kevin Herter is 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 now the second coming of Dakimbi Mutombo. Uh, he he <laughs> caused a a Gobert miss, and then also he blocked Shake Milton's shot. So I am so impressed with him <laughs> tonight yes, as far sir. as shot blocking goes. Yeah, so yes, yeah, we're on the up and up. I will say just the way the league is is now, in you know, quote unquote, it's a make or miss league. Yeah, sometimes we are going to get blown out. If we don't shoot well and the other team is shooting well, we're likely to lose by 15 to 20 points, if not more. That mm-hmm. that just that's how it goes, but then also we're going to win big as well. Um yeah, it's it's really weird, but yeah. spaced out and- era where everyone's <clears throat> shooting threes, it's bound to happen. I didn't feel good about this 20-point lead at all 
I knew they were right, going right. to cut it down, which they did, uh, just because it's so easy to put up points now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also just, you know, uh, I just feel like, and even going into last season, I feel like Trey Lyles is really like a mismatch for Minnesota just as a whole. Like, I really feel like it's tough for them to scout him because he's not our best big. He's probably, he's, well, would you consider him our second? No, well, because since Keegan's a four, so he's our second best big. So Trey is our third best big. And I just feel like, you know, they scout Keegan and Sabonis. They kind of know what to expect from them. But it's like they find it really tough to scout Trey. And it's because he can stretch the floor and he can bang down low and he can hit, you know, from the mid. So he's I mean, in all honesty, he is a three level scorer. If we're being honest, maybe he's not a, a, a you know, the upper echelon of three level scorers in the NBA, but he's definitely a serviceable three level scorer. And he's definitely tough on the defensive end, too. He, he makes his presence felt, you know, uh, being that small. That small ball five, you know, so, man, just shout out Trey, man. He's somebody who I want in Sacramento for the remainder of his career. I know we signed him to two years. Just keep signing him to those two years. He's made it clear that it's not about the money. You know, he just he's, he's felt more at home here than anywhere else and just got to keep it going. So, you know, so even Kessler, we got to give him some flowers because he made the most of his minutes. Davion, you know, he, he was out there and he – did the little things you know to contribute so everyone really pitched in on this one and that's what that's what it takes to be you know these very competent teams because minnesota is on up and up just like we are they're going to be of the upper echelon teams just like we are so if this comes to playoff series against them that's going to be a battle and we got to be prepared for that because they got a superstar in ant and you know, I mean, and, and really good uh, role players around him, two two all stars uh, bigs behind him, and then just a bunch of great role players. So, you know, give them their credit because they're a great team, just like we are. And, um, you know, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And you talked about signing Trey Lyles every two years and renewing his contract. Uh, I still say though, our our, our most pressing matter is going to be um, re-signing Malik Monk. Oh, for uh, sure. Who deserves sure. the bag? Uh, this year he's been so amazing. He's been instant on the offense almost every game this year. He's so he's been so consistent. Uh yeah. whether it's dropping dimes or with his scoring. Oh man. Um uh, I can't say enough about him. And yeah, I'm sure the critics say, well, he every now and then he's a sieve on on defense and he's not the greatest uh defensive player, but he brings yeah. so much to the table to offset that for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Just from a from a not even just on the court, but off the court. Like he's the uh, the pulse of the team. He pretty sure he's the you know he he's the leader of men kind of guy. You know where with his personality and you know just keeping everybody in great spirits and you know that's that's so impactful more so than what he can do on the court, which is also great. You know, so man, Malik again. That's another guy who needs to be here for the rest of his career. And, uh, you know, it's just got to keep the wheels on this bus going and it puts them, you know, up the rims on them every year or so just to make it that more dangerous. No, so, he's, yeah. he's literally the, the vibe controller for the team. Thank you all for coming through on a Friday night. Are you kidding me? There's so many things for you guys to do. And, and you guys came here in our little corner of the universe. So we appreciate you. Thank you all for coming through. Yeah, so, all right, appreciate y'all, and uh, we're out of here.